0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week.
1: Over the last few days, we've seen reports of a major uptick in violations of the ceasefire, by Russian-backed fighters attempting to provoke Ukraine in the Donbas. For example, a shelling of a Ukrainian kindergarten yesterday, which Russia has falsely asserted was carried out by Ukraine. We also continue to see more and more disinformation being pushed out to the Russian public, including Russian-backed separatists.
0: Russia now has up to 190,000 troops built up around Ukraine, according to US officials. They say it is the most significant military mobilisation in Europe since World War II. World leaders met in Munich on Friday for a security conference, but Russia did not attend for the first time since 1999. Russian President Vladimir Putin meanwhile says the situation in eastern Ukraine is deteriorating. Russia has been backing rebels in separatist-held areas there since 2014. Moscow continues to deny planning an invasion of Ukraine and accuses the West of stoking hysteria. U.S. President Joe Biden has said he is convinced Russian President Vladimir Putin has decided to launch an invasion of Ukraine and that an assault could happen in the coming days. Biden said the assessment was based on U.S. intelligence, which suggested that the capital, Kyiv, would be targeted.
1: The United States and our allies are prepared to defend every inch of NATO territory from any threat to our collective security as well. We also will not send troops in to fight in Ukraine, but we will continue to support the Ukrainian people.
0: Russia denies it is planning to invade. Western nations accuse Russia of trying to stage a fake crisis in breakaway eastern regions of Ukraine to give it a reason to launch an offensive. The US estimates there are 169,000 to 190,000 Russian personnel massed in and near Ukraine, a figure that includes Russian backed fighters in the self proclaimed republics of Donetsk and Luhansk in eastern Ukraine. And next, Three people died in the UK in Storm Eunice on Friday as fierce winds toppled trees and sent debris flying. Energy companies are working to restore power to hundreds of thousands of homes after one of the worst storms to hit the UK in decades. A 122 mile per hour gust on the Isle of Wight set a record in England. And as of Saturday morning, more than 300,000 homes were left without power. It has brought widespread travel disruption with hundreds of trains and flights cancelled. In London, parts of the O2 arena's roof had been shredded. Five people died elsewhere in Europe. Heavy winds of up to 60 to 70 miles an hour have wrecked devastation in certain areas. Here in Batley, we're at Healey Junior School. As you can see, the tree has fallen and absolutely just ripped apart the nearby fencing. You can see the the brickwork here of this wall has come apart. The road had to be closed off down here. You can see where the tree had to be cut apart to let motorists pass. The storm closed schools and tore off roofs, and three people died in the UK. Police in Highgate, North London, said they were caught to reports of a tree falling on a car at 4pm. The woman, a passenger of an Uber car, was pronounced dead at the scene, while the driver, a man in his 30s, was taken to hospital. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. If you guys love this show, I've got something else that you're going to love. The late John Lewis famously said, democracy is not a state, it is an act, and each generation must do its part. Today, populism, extremism and disinformation are short-circuiting our democratic institutions and the consequences are dire. So what can you do about it? Join historian Will Hitchcock and media scholar Siva Vadianathan on their podcast, Democracy in Danger. Each week, they speak with brilliant minds and untangle the many threats the US and the world are facing. Find Democracy in Danger on your podcast app or visit dindanger.org. That's D-I-N-D-A-N-G-E-R.org, Or just look up Democracy in Danger wherever you get your podcasts. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. You know, Malawi eradicated porio uh, in 1992. So uh, this is the, uh, the first uh, case in, in like thirty years, so um, just after the uh, diagnosis of the the the, the viral, uh, virus in a three-year-old uh, uh, baby, and uh, immediately uh, the health officials uh, have been circulating um, uh, uh, flyers, uh, uh, talking to, to radio stations, to TV TV stations about. Uh, Malawi has declared a wild polio outbreak after a case was identified in a three-year-old girl, the first of its kind in Africa for more than five years. The continent was declared free of all forms of wild polio in 2020. The Malawian authorities are now working to contain any possible spread, including boosting immunisation. The health authorities said a laboratory test found the strain to be the same as what the one circulating in Pakistan. Afghanistan and Pakistan are the only two countries where wild polio is endemic. The strain was identified in Malawi was linked to one found in Pakistan, but it is not clear how or when it arrived in the Southern African country. The case was confirmed after tests were carried out on samples from the infected child who was suffering from paralysis according to the Global Polio Eradication Initiative. Polio usually affects children under 5, sometimes leading to irreversible paralysis. Death can occur when breathing muscles are affected. 25 years ago, thousands of children in Africa were paralysed by the virus. But following a mass vaccination campaign across the continent, 95% of the population have been immunized. There is no cure but the polio vaccine protects children for life. There have been outbreaks of this form of polio in more than 20 African countries in recent years, but an injectable form of the vaccine is now used, containing dead virus which does not lead to polio cases. So you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. And that's the final episode of where we are for now. Be sure to subscribe today to find out more about when we return. Stay safe.